0: Mysteries, Inc. Inc. mysteries, Inc. mysteries, ink, mysteries, ink, myth stories, ink. <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome to another episode of Mysteries Inc. I'm Spring. I'm Joe. And we are here to give you. Uh, this is actually a brand new kind of episode where <laughs> we're actually doing this at separate locations for once. So if it seems a little weird or different, it's because it is weird and different. But that seems perfect for Mysteries Inc. Exactly.
1: <laughs> the sound may be a little off but we're, we're tweaking things all the time so exactly. <laughs> is that the any content, better or worse
0: the content's still good
1: yes so and it won't be the new norm just uh there was some some illness this weekend so don't want to spread it so yep
0: i appreciate that <laughs> so
1: uh right. oh how are we gonna do yeah, we didn't really think about this. How are we going to oh, do rock, paper, scissors? Yeah, I'm just going yeah, okay.
0: to put my hand in the camera so that way you can see that what I'm going to do and I'm not going to cheat, I promise. Okay. As long as you don't cheat.
1: Sounds good. Yeah, I won't cheat. All, right. all right. If, you, if you're new to the show, we rock, paper, scissors to see who's going first. And Spring has been making a comeback, but...
0: That's right! The comeback, <laughs> kid! Yeah! All just right. like that Cory guy. Who? Corey Feldman, he's not comeback kid.
1: No, oh, I wasn't aware. All right, rock, rock paper, paper, scissors, scissors shoot.
0: shoot! Yes,
1: I think C- you used. Scissors. I think you used the the lag to to cheat, yeah, but all right, oh, sure. God. I'm
0: good. I'm good. You're gonna <laughs> like this one. All right, I titled this one "Gone and Can't Be Forgotten." All right, okay. So it's about boot or bootas. Who are shape-shifting ghosts of lost and angry souls originating in India.
1: Okay, Boot
0: does. It's spelled B-H-O-O-T, but it's pronounced B-O-O-T. Okay, gotcha. Silent H. Um, so they're formed when the victim either dies a violent death or has unfinished business to take care of or if their family did not bury them with a proper funeral. So, <laughs> it could be the funeral homes. Right. A there. It reminds <laughs>
1: me of the, um. Uh oh, actually, I think I may have briefly mentioned them in the, the zombies episode.
0: Yes, yes. They're not properly buried. They're going to come back. Mm-hmm. So, um, they often take the shape of a human and cannot be destroyed. Mm-hmm. Women, children, and newly married couples are the ones that are most suspicious of them. They're found by trees and other common ghost spots like abandoned houses and crossroads. And sometimes they linger near their own home where they passed away. If a person was to stumble upon one in their journey, they could become their travel companion. (laughs) In, In the stories, though, the companion always slowly realizes that they're walking with a boot. So first they'll notice, oh geez, this person's wearing all white clothes. Hmm. Next they might notice, like, oh geez, their voice is very nasally. You know, they're very nasal. They got a big thing like that. You know, like. Is that got- what happens when you die? <laughs>
1: you talk like this.
0: <laughs> you get a clogged nose, and it just never goes away. <laughs> Dead people
1: don't know how to use Kleenex.
0: Allergy season, man, <laughs> all the time. <laughs> And despite the light of the moon, they cast no shadow at all. The last observation, though, that a person normally makes about a boot is that their feet are backwards, and they don't even touch the ground. They hover within, like, millimeters to, like, a few feet from the ground. Crazy. <laughs> so if you're traveling... How do you not notice
1: that right away? <laughs>
0: so maybe they're we- Like, this is India, so maybe, like... Do they wear kind of like robe kind of outfits over there? Or, you know what I mean?
1: Sometimes like,
0: I, th- I don't think they, they do, all do but, but I don't know. I don't know if that's everyone. True. So, but apparently that's, that's one of the last things I always noticed.
1: I always look at people's feet then.
0: Yes, look at their feet. In their journey, the boot is searching for milk to dunk themselves in. And. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> If an unsuspecting person were to drink the milk afterwards, they could become possessed. Ooh. If a woman What if died, you just
1: dip your cookies in it?
0: Wow, well, <laughs> they don't quantify how much milk from a boot dunking <laughs> can, you will know, turn you into one. But you're like, that's on the right path. Like, Do they put
1: their someone, backwards feet in the milk? Yeah. <laughs>
0: I don't know. Or it's like, I'm just imagining, like, the Siberian Huskies that just jump right into the, like, the little, like, cow trough bucket yeah. and, like, splash everything everywhere. Um, if a woman died during childbirth, she became a version called a chural, and she would be easy to identify because, well, her backwards feet, or her she would have other features that were upside down. Ooh. They would lure young men at road crossings or from a field. And if the man follows, she could kill him. Or it's been known that sometimes the men go on to live with them. And they sometimes, like, marry them. (laughs) So (laughs) that one kind of has, like, a 50-50 happy sad kind of a thing. So
1: it's a happy marriage, though? Just don't drink the milk.
0: I mean she already died while giving birth, so I mean <laughs> <laughs> like, So you know, like, well,
1: I'm I'm still stuck on this milk, like is it common for people to just drink milk that's sitting out or the leaving milk out?
0: Well you gotta think this is like ancient lore and this is in Africa, which I Wait, no, I thought Africa, it was India. India. Okay. It's from India. So you like you gotta imagine like a like day in a hotter climate. Yeah, there would probably be milk laying around, but like where else? I mean, it was... I, I don't know. I don't know. It you didn't expect,
1: to, didn't expect to have to elaborate on the milk.
0: Because it only gave me, like, two sentences about it.
1: Fine. I'll let it go.
0: <laughs> Apparently, you just got to go for a walk in India to find out, Joe.
1: And now I'm like, just going to... Well, now I'm scared to try the free milk, so... <laughs>
0: you'll be on the right path to become like it could just be a lure to get people to stop drinking their neighbor's milk like <laughs> oh i think i saw a boot in there. you're gonna
1: get <laughs> possessed
0: <laughs> but how does one repel a boot or a chural? huh as with many spirits they fear water and uh, things okay. made from iron or steel
1: yeah the
0: well, classics. They also, those are the classics <laughs> they don't like the smell of burning turmeric so that'll keep them at bay. And if you invoke a deity's name or a holy figure's name, that's normally supposed to be, like, a pretty good way to, like, stop an initial assault from any kind of, like, evil demon is you invoke its name or the name of a deity, and it's supposed to, like, kind of bring a little bit of power.
1: So burn your curry and yell deity names.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Mother Teresa! St. <Saint> Peter! Yeah, <laughs> But, apparently, you get an exorcist, but they cannot kill them. Because, I guess, in Indian belief, uh, souls can never die. Mm. So, you can only compromise with the spirit to get it to go away. So,
1: the priest is, like, the lawyer.
0: Yes, because Coming there's a formal ritual called Atma Shanti. Shana, 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 Shanti? Shanti? <laughs> anyways. And it's always known as Death Anniversary. Hmm. And in this ritual, the boot is promised that the living will do everything they can to make sure they are reborn Mm. and, or that they will finish the boot's unfinished business. And uh, if it's done, then the boot will stop haunting them. So you have to, like, promise them that they can come back
1: Mm.
0: or promise that you're going to finish their business. Yeah, sounds good. I mean...
1: yeah, that's actually kind of comforting. Like, if you have unfinished business, like, don't have to worry about having unfinished business, because then you just got to go harass someone. <laughs> well, the Dunk yourself guy, in their milk.
0: The next guy is a little bit more demanding, though. All right? His name is Obama. And he's a ghost also. President Obama. <laughs> it looks like that, Obama. Yeah, but it's <laughs> Obama. All right? And it's a ghost that originates from the central tribes in Africa. It's often viewed as an evil ghost, and it can, but it can do acts of good. Okay. So just like Wreck-It Ralph. Just because you're a bad guy doesn't mean that you're a bad guy, right?
1: I have to confess I, I didn't see that, so I don't know.
0: <laughs> that movie is good. Anyway, moving on. In some tribes, Obamo is called the devil or the spirit of someone who is not buried correctly. Ding, ding, ding. Commonality, am I sorry? They can possess their victims and cause them to get sick or give them the urge to build a home for Obamo. Obama. <laughs> you
1: see, I got it in your head.
0: did. <laughs> If a person is suspected of being possessed, their family will sing, dance, and yell, and bang on things to create as much noise as possible to drive out the obamo, and out of the victim's bowels. So, like, they have to like poop or fart out this demon. While Gotta get a
1: Obama out of your butt.
0: <laughs> well, if a child is born insane, the people in the tribe attribute it to a child being possessed by an obamo. <laughs> I can't not hear it now. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. But I'm...
1: <laughs> you gotta say these things out loud when you're writing so you know whether or not it's gonna get me.
0: <laughs> I just thought we were older than that, Joe.
1: <laughs> you know me.
0: <laughs> so, there is a common story about the Obama living in a bush until it gets tired of wandering. Then it will appear in front of a close relative and ask them to build a house close to the village for them to live in. In the night, the women of the village come together to dance and sing on the grave of the Obamo and make an idol for them. Then a little hut is built near the house of the family member the Obamo came to visit. And inside the hut is the, it's I believe it's the uh, beer, it's B-I-E-R, so mm-hmm. I don't know if it does the American I Before E, you know, sound kind of a thing. But it's a standard table, like a stand or a table mm-hmm. that um the dead was carried into their grave with. So like mm-hmm. often you'll see like when bodies are being presented, they're on kind of this like fire bear, whatever mm-hmm. it is. Light Yeah. So they'll put that inside the hut. They'll also put uh some dust from the original grave location and a white cloth is draped over the door. And with that He's got his own house. He is done. He won't haunt you anymore.
1: <laughs>
0: Who? <laughs> Obama. That sounds like Obamo.
1: I mean, that's fun, too. <laughs> How do you know it's not pronounced Obamo? <laughs>
0: because I put it inside of Obamo. Or Obamo. <laughs> I mean. I type how do you pronounce into Google and then I write in the word and I go off of what the first thing tells
1: me. I like Obama, but all right. Obama.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> nice.
0: All right, Joe, what do you got on the plate today? So I
1: have something fun that I had heard about a long time ago and it was what I had heard was, wasn't quite it, but it was it was. A good thing to to find out more about. Have you ever heard that that Jimmy Stewart once smuggled a a Yeti hand?
0: No. So no.
1: it was it was a little bit uh, overblown or a little bit exaggerated. So it wasn't a whole hand. It was just a finger. But we'll get into that. I don't
0: think like, that makes much of a difference.
1: <laughs> those words all just sound like some sort of bad ad lib. Jimmy Stewart once smuggled a Yeti hand out of India. So, turns out it's fairly close to the truth, but, so it was, it was just a finger, and, uh, the whole story starts in 1957, there's a man named Tom Slick, who oh, is an, yeah, right, oh no, no, actually, it gets funnier with the Tom Slick, so it's like, he's a Texas oil man, <laughs> like, <laughs> I know I I laughed when I read that. That's like
0: manifesting like a con man and an oil magnet.
1: Yeah. <laughs> right. So, he traveled to Nepal on a quest for to find the abominable snowman. Of Unfortunately, course. his expedition was cut short when he injured himself. I don't know how exactly, but I just know he was injured and had to bow out. On so. his finger? No, I think it might have been worse than that. But <laughs> oh, So he hired these two brothers, Peter and Brian Byrne, to continue the search. Uh, and they were better equipped for the task since they were guides by trade. Uh, and they searched and searched to, to kind of find some evidence for him. And uh, Peter had learned of a, a monastery uh, in a Nepalese valley that claimed to possessed, possess a, a whole hand and a skullcap from a yeti. And this is the <laughs> Pengbosh Monastery.
0: What is with churches and monasteries having like body parts just scattered around? Like it
1: is a th- they, it's a relic. It's a relic. <laughs> and for them, it was actually kind of like a way to to earn some extra income was to have visitors pay to see That's it right or on. or the uh, photograph, photograph to it. The
0: left. Yeah. The holy ghost to the left. The Yeti skull to the right. <laughs>
1: So on Slick's orders, uh, Byrne was able to negotiate obtaining just one of the fingers. Uh, the price was a donation of 10,000 rupees, which they'd, you know, kind of used to, for the upkeep, which really only is actually about 160 bucks today. Um, but the average income in the area was about as little as what would be $15 a year today. So uh, it was a pretty sizable one for them. But then he also had to replace it with a human finger. (laughs) Which I was just like, okay. What was even more weird was that he did and he he replaced it with a finger he brought back from London. It's like, whose (laughs) finger was it? (laughs) Uh, Oh,
0: they had beggars and paupers and orphans everywhere. Someone dead who's
1: not missing it, I guess. I don't know. So he wasn't... Uh, even Byrne wasn't even the first Westerner to to like kind of find this. Uh, the monastery's collection was known to Westerners as early as nineteen fifty three, when there was an Aust- Austrian and British scientist who viewed and measured this sk- the skull cap. Though they didn't mention the hand, uh, so that brought that <laughs> well, up. The figures later. were
0: all like five different colors <laughs> and like you know three different lengths. <laughs>
1: well, like actually, it's funny. So yeah, this this other. This other finger got, like, attached to it, and it doesn't look... I mean, it looks like it's just actually bolted on, basically. <laughs> um, yeah, we'll get to some of that later. Anyway, so... Yeah, yeah they they uh, didn't mention the hand, but presumably it was there. Uh, the relics had become, like, a source of income for these old uh, temples. Some of them had, had various things. Like, other monasteries were known to carry things like this. Um and so they'd charge a fee, and that was kind of what they did. So, Byrne bought that one, smuggled the finger and some a chunk of skin <laughs> uh, accompanying it uh-huh. across the border into uh-huh. India. Uh-huh. And this is where old Jimmy comes in. So, he meets with Stuart and his wife, Gloria, in Calcutta. And the whole thought behind this was that uh, Stuart, at like the height of his fame, was unlikely to be searched. Uh, he'd be mobbed by maybe some fans, but, like, in general, people were, like, too nice to him, so they weren't gonna go through yeah. his shit. Um, and so they agreed to smuggle the contraband, and they did so in Gloria's Unmentionables. <laughs> Even oh. e- an extra layer of, like, you don't want to go through Jimmy Stewart's wife's lingerie. <laughs> oh. So, found this in, a, in an article from Atlas Obscura. Uh, Byrne had wrote in a letter... Um, this is decades after the fact. So yeah. he wrote, Then three days later, the hotel's concierge called from reception to say that there was a British customs officer in the hotel lobby asking to see them. And if, he could, send, yeah, if he could send send him up. Uh, they said yes, and of course, in, around a few minutes later, a young British customs official appeared at the door of their suite, glorious lingerie case in hand. They gave the man a cup of tea, had a pleasant chat, and signed a receipt for the case, which Gloria noticed was still locked and had not been opened. Ushering the young man out the door, she pointed this out to him and asked why it had not been opened and examined by customs. Oh, madam, said the young man, certainly not. A British customs official would never open a lady's lingerie case. So, it worked. Wow. Yep. Wow, that
0: was a really good way to get out of it, damn. Right? Right. I don't think they have that same kind of etiquette anymore. (laughs) No. Well,
1: maybe for movie stars and shit, but. You say
0: bomb in an airport, you're there reaching up (laughs) your (laughs) rectum. Right.
1: Got to put it in the lingerie case. Yeah, (laughs) yeah.
0: The bomb.
1: So, back in London, Osmond Hill, a primatologist from the Zoological Society of London, hired by Slick, examined the finger, and he determined it to be human, though some in his circle weren't convinced, and Hill later expressed some doubt as well. Uh, not long after this, uh, famed Everest co-conqueror... Uh, oh, I didn't write his name. <laughs> Oops, <laughs> I, I, I lost it. Um, one of the first two guys to like summit um, Everest, I guess. At least okay. that's what I understood. Um, he set out to either discover or de- debunk the Yeti. Uh, the expedition set out in late 1960, and, uh, it failed to find any evidence of the Yeti, but it had debunked various remains around Nepal, including those from Pangbosh. So, uh, from the expedition was written, uh, the Pangbosh Monastery also boasts a Yeti hand, which more than one expert examining photographs and a flake of skin had declared to be human or part human. The hand is skeletal, heavily markedly squared phalanges are wired together at the palm, partly covered with brown leathery skin. So yeah, even, I guess I didn't even get, look that close, but yeah, I guess all the fingers are kind of wired up together because yeah, it's falling yeah. apart. Um, it's possible that some of the bones are not human, but almost certainly that the best part of the hand is. It is large but slender, or is a large but slender human hand, a woman's perhaps, but more possibly a young llamas, not you know a Dalai llama, you know, not a llama llama.
0: <laughs> <laughs> a llama. <laughs> Damn. Uh,
1: so the final word on it was that in two thousand eleven the finger was analyzed by the Royal Zoological Society of Scotland and its DNA proved to be human, so no Yeti.
0: Yay! But like, a fi- you know, this is the thing that gets me. Okay, if they were willing to chop off and sell parts, right? How much did they have to start with? Right. They ended up getting down to just digits, you know, like, and then like. It
1: used to be all like, Yeti hand. We diluted it.
0: It's like we've we've had to replace that ring finger four <laughs> times on this hand. <laughs>
1: That yeah, is like, entirely possible.
0: Oh, that's pretty. That's horrible. That's absolutely horrible.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, Judy it's
0: Stewart, just... No, right. Jimmy Stewart's wife's underwear. That's gross. <laughs> if she's gonna wear that again, knowing there was, like, a human finger in there, like, or a Yeti finger, either fucking way, there's a dead thing in your fucking underwear. <laughs> I don't
1: know. she probably tossed those ones out.
0: Or she's just used to something Dead in her underwear (laughs) (laughs) She's gone now It's not gonna hurt her feelings It's okay
1: (laughs) Maybe she's not Maybe she's like 105
0: (laughs) (laughs) If she's still alive She is older than dirt Cause like she was older than Ozzy And Ozzy's older than dirt I mean
1: she could be alive Like there's There is still like the, the so the the reference I put on it is that uh, Jimmy Stewart had done something I I think he flew or something in World War Two he did something um, and so there's still World War Two or actually I think there's still some World War Two vets around but they're like you know over a hundred years old or something like so centurions, that's the word for it so she could yeah. be alive it's possible well, she could have been she could have gotten some, some like magical vitality from keeping yeti fingers in her
0: underwear. All right, if if she was relatively close to his age, okay. <laughs> Jimmy Stewart died in ninety seven at eighty nine years of age. She could maybe be alive, but she <laughs> ain't even online.
1: <laughs> maybe her her hand uh, has become a yeti artifact.
0: <laughs> Jimmy Stewart's wife's not um, no, she died on Wednesday. No. <laughs> I was going
1: to be like, wait, what? In 94.
0: 94,
1: okay. That makes sense. That's fair. That would have been wild, about though, 94. if she literally just died, and I'm like, hmm, let's figure out what to talk about this week. <laughs> the time she hit a Yeti finger in her underwear. <laughs> yeah,
0: he just... She died of cancer, and he died of an embolism, a pulmonary embolism, yeah. So, now they're gone. They're gone. They won't be offended by these. It's not well, too
1: that's soon. Good. Now I want to watch Harvey. Have you ever seen that one? No. Oh, that is, in my opinion, the best Jimmy Stewart movie. Yeah, are you familiar with, like, the concept, or, like, the the, the uh, premise of the story?
0: No, I've never even heard of
1: Harvey. What? Oh my God! See, I'll watch *Wreck and Ralph*, but you gotta watch *Harvey*. I'm sure you can find it somewhere. So the, the whole thing is that he is like a a bachelor who lives with his sister, and uh, she's kind of this uptight, like busybody, and he hangs out with an invisible, I think, eight foot, no, nine foot rabbit.
0: Nice see a creepy bunny in a picture yeah
1: so well, like I, that's the whole he hangs out with it's a pooka. actually i should do should do an episode on pookas. it's actually a really interesting subject basically it's like a a weird trickster spirit thing yeah um,
0: it, this looks actually really good to all of our listeners i would recommend seeing harvey also it's like,
1: fun yeah he just goes he day drinks or he goes out drinking with a a 10 foot rabbit whatever
0: from the 1950s, how freaking cool is that?
1: It is a good movie. It's a classic. It's it's wholesome and it's, it's ridiculous. Helpful. Well, I mean, except the drinking. I guess I don't know. Maybe how kids. Although it's like it's it's that old-timey characterization of drinking.
0: So if you enjoy, and it do, it doesn't look black and white or oh, it, it is. It is. So if you enjoy like classic movies, which I I find black and white movies like you'll start off like meh. I'm just gonna watch this for a minute, and then, like, you're just sucked in. Like, they're the original Lifetime movies, where, like, it depends. you don't even know why you're watching them. You're just doing it.
1: I've seen some pretty bad black and whites, but <laughs> there's some good ones from back then that I dig.
0: All right, let's see here. Where can I stream it? Oh, Apple TV <sighs> or Amazon Prime Video or Voodoo. you am gonna have to.
1: Mm. You should. It's... It's worth it. I don't think I have a physical copy anymore. Ooh, I know might
0: my be dad did. it It could be.
1: It, I wouldn't be surprised if it's on HBO, because they recently added a bunch of, uh... Or they, like, bought... Wow. Whatever that old-timey... cmc um, Turner
0: Classroom? Yeah, yeah.
1: All so. right. Well, before <laughs> we become fun. a... Yeah. Before we, uh... Become a movie critic podcast, <laughs> uh, and apparently Zoom's telling me that I don't have unlimited time. So, well,
0: that's uh, a good way to end the show. <laughs> right,
1: Zoom is kicking us up because we don't use Zoom enough to actually pay for a subscription. <laughs>
0: Not yet.
1: No. <laughs> well, all right. Well, thanks for joining us, everyone. See you okay, next week. You
0: guys. Bye.